You're watching the news channel, our lead story this hour, the death of a despot. He brought misery to millions with his reign of terror, despite being just four feet tall. Does he have enormous influence worldwide? But all sources now indicate Bernie Eccleston is in fact still alive. Welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed, standing to my right of a man who puts the sniff into petrol, Richard Porter. Hello. To my left, a man so detailed not even his mother can understand him without a scanning electron microscope, Zog. Hello. And I'm Gareth. Well, if you want a even stranger intro, I could introduce us in terms of the cars that we drive. For instance... Ladies and gentlemen, you welcome, please, the largest capacity four-cylinder engine of its period, Zog. Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah and uh, a man employing a twin-cylinder engine with some sort of air-breathing technology in the combustion head, Richard Porter. Yeah, or his supercharger forces more air into all eight cylinders. Uh, yeah, Take yeah. your pick. Yeah, which one? So what would I be? Fantastically detailed door hinges. Me? Mr. Gareth Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Very, very, very detailed. Yeah, so, so they did well. And a lovely, lovely sound yeah. when it closes. Yeah. Good solid. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Actually, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, his panel fits are extraordinary. <laughs> Mr. Gareth Jones. Uh, so welcome to the Gareth Jones on Speed Christmas, dude. Also in attendance, Violet Berlin at a distance. Hello. Hey. And Jonathan Sanderson on a camera over our shoulders. You can speak, Jonathan. You're not going to talk about cars, are you? We might <laughs> talk about cars. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, you may remember, came to the British Grand Prix with me, was on the programme this year. I remember mm. distinctly, I was driving down the West Way and I remember thinking to myself, this is really annoying, this man's better than me and Zog. <laughs> 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 Thankfully, like he's not always available. Well, so, uh, like any works Christmas, well, like any works Christmas do, there's good news and there's bad news. First oh, of all, you've been replaced by a tall man in glasses, <laughs> both of you. Never, never. And well, the other bad news, they've still got that 40 mile an hour speed limit on the West Way. Uh, yes, but it's eminently ignorable. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no cameras. Apparently. <laughs> um, I, now, I am glad that we're enjoying some seasonal Christmas cheer at the moment because it's pretty bleak out there at the moment isn't it i mean where shall we start should we start with the terrible sadness that is jj leto who's gone to prison for two years for his involvement in a dreadful boat accident where his mate died well yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah p- particularly bad for for his mate i mean yeah terrible. i don't like to be terrible talking about that sort of thing on this program but you know you've got to mention and there's other disturbing stuff as well isn't there well, Saab being the big bad news story of the moment, Saab maybe no more. It's not looking very bright. Yeah, uh, it hasn't really looked so bright for a few months, but then every so often there'd be this glimmer of hope, and now they've had to call they, in the receivers. They, they formally filed for bankruptcy, yeah, haven't they? Sorry, is, is, the, is, the receivers have been there for a while, hovering around, haven't they? But they had yeah. bankruptcy protection, which has now been withdrawn, and they're officially in the state of bankruptcy as we speak. I mean, God knows what will happen next. The last news story I read, which was just five minutes before we switched the machine on to record, was that the boss of Swedish Automotive, the parent company, Victor Muller, the spiker man, is saying that there could still be hope. I'm starting to think that Victor Muller is quite, quite mad, because he's been saying these things throughout, 
But I suppose the real thing is that this is now, well, what are we, on the 19th of December we're recording this, so we're less than a week from Christmas and these people who work at Saab have just got this final sort of confirmation that they ain't going back to work anytime soon. And a friend of mine was talking to someone at the Saab UK head office today, which has been in receivership for a few weeks now. The UK arm sort of officially called in the receivers and declared bankruptcy slightly before the main factory. And she was saying, oh yeah, I've put all my stuff off my desk into a box. I'm assuming I'll be asked to leave the building at any point. Wow. Mm. But... I don't know until that point, because she works in the sort of press and PR and marketing department, that they're just sort of plugging on. They're just kind of sort of doing from, from day to day, really. Yeah, I, I mean, saw somebody at Car Magazine, a guy called Greg Fountain, who's one of the writers of Car Magazine, has had a 9.5 long-term test car, and I saw him on Twitter last week saying that finally someone had rung up and said, oh, we're going to need that car back, please. Mm. Because I remember when MG Rover went the, under... we need to flog it. Well, they need to flog it, exactly. Yeah. The thing, they just pay, need to get rid of, you know, their, their well, they got assets, debt, they? Yeah, To they are, yeah. pay for the car plant workers who haven't been paid for the last month, you know, that's a couple of people's wages, isn't it? Well, exactly, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know, and it's, it's really weird. I work for a company that went under, and if you're owed salary you mm. become a creditor but then you receive all these documents through that list the people who are creditors and then you'll suddenly discover as i did you don't inexplicably in, yeah. the company that i work for owed something like 10 grand to waitrose like, what were they doing wow. at waitrose and the fact that they owed me a few hundred quid was on either here nor there you realize you're not going to get it back Saab's were the same they probably owe ac delco or bosch or someone <laughs> like 500 grand yeah, yeah. so and they're going to some bloke who used to fit headlines tax, you're not going to you get know, your money for a long time if at all we're acting yeah. as though we're surprised, but if I remember, there was a similar scare about Saab. Try saying that with my lisp. <laughs> there was a similar scare about Saab just before Christmas last year. They realised that the factory was going to be put on hold out of production, if I remember. So these poor, poor Scandinavian people. I mean, but it's, it's OK. There's plenty of job opportunities in melodic pop music and uh, pornography. Oh, well, uh, you see, that balances <laughs> out. Is that, it? So where yeah. does that thing come from about the Swedes making porn? Is that, like, from the 70s? It's a bit of a 70s hangover, yeah. I think the focus of the porn industry has moved somewhat away from Sweden in the last couple of decades, but, hey, they've still got the pop thing nailed. Was it because but they were very early adopters of central heating? Ergo, it was very easy to get your kit off indoors oh, and not feel the chill. I think they needed to stay warm in some way and get the blood... Well, they decided the best way to really get the blood flowing is to not only have sex with people, but to do it Mm. on camera. They they were just ahead of the game in terms of that sort of healthily, sexually liberated thing, I think. The melodic pop music thing still stands, though, because a great deal of excellent pop music comes out of Sweden. Yeah, um, yeah. Where are we going with this? So, apparently, we're going to ABBA and... Uh uh Robin, at the moment, being... lovely Robin. Most fantastic... That's where Saab went wrong. They should have branded their cars more clearly. Nobody got the 9.3, the 9.5 thing, right? They should have gone with Swedish the Agnitha, icons. The Saab Benny. Yeah. The Saab Robin. So, yeah, that's, that's quite Robin. Yeah. Robin with a Y, as she mm. does spell it, is not a bad name for a car. What was the name of that group who did... Like um, because it's Robin Reliant, wouldn't that yeah. always be... Yeah. Barbie plastic, but she's a Barbie Aqua. girl. Aqua. They were Danish, and also, Zog, I'm going to have to pull you up on something. I'm sorry, mate, Go it's not what? Robin Reliant, it's Reliant Robin. Yes. Uh, I've uh, killed... Are you sure you didn't say that? You know, sorry, did I say that? I'm sorry, I apologise. No, 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 no. I apologise unreservedly, I accept the correction... Yeah. I know that but you would... You yeah, know. no, 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 no. Uh, don't make me say less when it's supposed to be fewer, because I know that'll yes. get you in the same yeah. way. I, I, can't, I can't... Or I'll get a Star Trek reference wrong and I, annoy both of you. <laughs> That's the kind of scattergun approach I'm no. prepared to take no, no, to no. maintain standards here. Thank you for being a pedant. I appreciate it. Mm. Uh, shall I say something about the ADL? No, don't, no, 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 no,
Stop it. As per the works Christmas do, things have <laughs> already... Are we getting a bit boozy and a having bit, a fight? A bit out of control. I'm going to snog our administrator later on. Okay, the, I was uh, going to steal mm. a Tipex and then photocopy my ass. I'm going to go and sniff some of those marker pens in the corner, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Again? <laughs> It was Christmas Eve, and all around the world, children waited for a special visit from a friendly man in a red suit. Um, what am I doing? Remember to deliver the presents, Felipe. What? Felipe, Santa's sleigh is faster than you. Can you confirm you understand this seasonal message? It's supposed to be the season of happiness and joy and all that stuff. It's the season to be jolly. It's the season to be dom jolly. If you're Ted Kravitz from a certain angle, do you not think? think? Ted Kravitz (laughs) from a certain angle, dom jolly. Maybe. Phone him up and see if he gets a phone and goes, Yeah, I'm in a foot lane! (laughs) (laughs) Then you'd know, wouldn't you? It is the season to be jolly, but we're dwelling on the misery of the last... 12 months and the misery of the last couple of weeks really there's been some terrible terrible things happening it's just been yeah it's only the last 10 days if that everyone's getting the bad news out of the way I know I was also something else I was going to raise apart from Saab and apart from JJ later was that Renault have just announced that they're basically mm. I was gonna carving say their British range of cars. Not they're cutting on a dealers as well. Carving their range, yes. Yeah. Well, hang on. Let's just look they're at exactly what they're doing. Them. They're not going to be in the Espas into Britain anymore. No. Which I think is just a surprise. But, but, but are you well, not surprised the Espas was still on sale? Because it's a, ever such an old car. Yeah, but I was yeah. looking at one the other day and still thinking, and if I may use this term for a French car, it looked very avant garde. Ah. See what I did there? It looked a little bit avant-team as well. It looked a little avant-team. Wait, it had a slight bend in the middle where it did not have the strength to support. (laughs) But that's part of the weird thing is that the Espace had become based on the Laguna rather than being made by Matra. Yeah, Mm. there's a steel monocoque now instead of the Yeah, and it's still, as people carriers go... Gorgeous. I seriously thought... Yeah, Renault in their own mind, I think thought of it and said explicitly some boss of Renault said we we want to make the Espace the Range Rover of people carriers mm-hmm. so that it's seen mm. as the real sort of prestige mm-hmm. option but of course it's still Renault well, and you know, how much are you going to pay well, for Renault th- th- yeah well th- 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 that is a problem for that and the, the other problem in, the, in that whole market is surely there's just there's so much more competition for yeah. people carriers and you know it's not it's it's not going to be the one you get if you're after the best value people carrier no, and that's the thing a lot of time when people want a people carrier they just need a lot of metal for their money. It's why, like, the old Kia Sedona used to sell very well. And mm. various, uh, various Although I, th- I think there is a gap in the market for more premium MPVs. There are very few premium MPVs. The only one I can think of is the wonderful Mercedes R-Class. As cool. I always joke, it's not only the best premium MPV, it's, it's the, the only one. one. Mm. You know, the Chrysler Voyager is not there. You're not going to do it if it's a Renault. But if you took uh. that platform and resold it as an Infinity MPV... That yeah, but work. what are you People doing with these do things? Because actually, mm. if you're, if you're looking for what you'd call like a seven-seat premium MPV, what you're going to buy is something like a Volvo XC90, which does that thing more convincingly. And if you actually just need to shift people around because you're a posh hotel or something mm. like that, you'll buy a Mercedes you Viano or a Volkswagen yep. Transporter, and you can get those really specced up with leather seats and those captain's chairs and all that gubbins. Yeah. Yep. And you put on the appurtenance of luxury onto basically a van, but it has a lot of space, and space is... 
after all, one of the greatest luxuries that you Indeed. can have. Indeed. Thank you. Ford Motor Company launch of Galaxy. Did they say that? That was their slogan for the oh, launch. Space, oh, the oh, ultimate oh, luxury. Oh. And I've always agreed with them. Really? I but think I you thought space was the final frontier. Oh. That too. Oh, yeah. It's the ultimate luxury. I should have got that f- wrong just to irritate you. It's the final <laughs> frontier. <laughs> and, of course, the other thing about space is it's really, really big. As Douglas <laughs> Adams yeah, reminded us. You may think that going down to the shops is a long way back <laughs> and nothing <laughs> to space. Yeah. All right, so, Renault, we've lost your space. No surprise we've lost the Laguna. When did you last see a Laguna? Oh, I couldn't see the Lagunas. They were hidden by all the Ford cars. Do you ever see a Ford car well. on the road? Yeah. No. Oh, what, the new shape one? Yeah. Oh, very rarely. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I thought about buying one, actually, and I talked to someone at Ford and said, have you got any ones that you're selling off ex-demos and stuff like that? And they actually went, wouldn't you rather have a Fiesta? <laughs> mm. It's cheaper, isn't it? Uh, well, it's, it's close. It's, I, it's, it seems like even Ford don't like the cat. Oh. But then, I guess they're probably paying quite a few quid to have each one made by Fiat in Fiat's yeah. Polish factory, so it's in their mm. interest to try and sell you a car that's made in one of their own factories, the, the, make more money the, on it. The Ford cars, I prefer to call it the Polsky Ford. Huh. You think about it? Mm. Um, FSO. So, going back to the Laguna. Yeah. So, the Laguna has, no been, has been deleted. Well, yeah, I suppose it was on the wane. Mm. Also gone from the UK, the Modus, another but, car. Now, that I gone. cannot mm. understand. Mm. That is tremendous value for a genuinely capacious car. I've said it on this programme before. You know, if you're going to build a small car, build it in that shape, and you get the maximum amount of space for the footprint it creates genuinely yeah, yeah, very smart clever. car but mm. the Nissan Note which is the same yeah. platform underneath yeah. does a better job and is nicer to drive yeah. and feels better made and, and how much does it compare on price it's Oh, they're about the same. Oh, yeah. you know, Nothing in it. Those notes, I reckon, they, they're practically giving them away. This mm. is one of the things. On the back of this announcement, with Renault saying, we're getting rid of all these cars in the UK, and it's important to stress they're getting rid of them from the UK. They're still making them. Yeah. But a lot of the time, they've just decided it's not economic to make them in right-hand drive anymore because Renault UK hasn't been making any money. Mm. Since 2006, they're saying. But Zog and I were having this conversation earlier about right-hand drive cars mm. and Renault. Okay, where do Renault sell cars? Continental Europe, where it's all left-hand drive. Any other territories that they might be strong, Africa is mainly right-hand drive, but Nissan have got Africa, not Renault, as it were. South America, there's some Renault in South America. Yeah, Renault do all right. But there's a lot more of Nissan in South America. Look who runs the company at the moment. And Fiat are dominant there. Yeah. So that leaves, what, Australia and South Africa? God, I don't remember seeing many Renaults in Australia or South Africa when India, I was there. Japan, mm. they don't yeah, sell many yeah. cars out as far as I know. Certainly not in India. I think it's <laughs> sell a Renault in Japan. Hello, Mr. Sato. What car would you like yeah. to buy? A Hyundai car with unpronounceable letters. Yeah. <laughs> Very hard for them. One of the car news websites was claiming that they're going to make a decision quite soon on there's a next generation Laguna in development, whether they even bother to make it in right hand drive at all. Mm. Because if they decide relatively early in the development process, they can save themselves a fortune. You have to order the tooling for the right hand drive dashboard and all the commensurate bits and bobs and brackets and all these things that are different for the handing of the car. They've saved themselves a packet doing that. But it's interesting that they're not making any money in the UK because... We like Renault here. Well, they sell a lot of Clios and they sell a lot of Megans and Scenics particularly. They sell a lot of those. But I think it's because... If you ever go to one of the car supermarkets, certainly where I used to hang around them quite a lot years ago, and we used to do a lot of items on old Top Gear, always, always Renaults and Citroëns were the pile them high, sell them cheap stuff. Pre-reg, remember mm-hmm. when pre-reg mm. was the yeah. buzz phrase? Yeah. Car manufacturers offloading lots of stock quickly, cheaply, 
and then they tried to sort of outlaw it to a certain extent. But Renault then went into a lot of finance deals. It was always, if you looked in the local papers and things, Renault doing 0% finance. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and the, well, because of course the finance was contracted. Deal, yeah, what's the thing? But it was a way of getting cars shifted. Mm. But now that people can't get credit so quickly and so easily, it's oh, obviously yeah. hit them because they can't offer that. And I don't suppose they sold many of the wind roadsters. No, which the wind's the being deleted also as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw one. No. I saw one uh, the other week on yeah. Church Street here. It looked really sweet actually. You know, it's a good-looking car. But I, I, just, I just haven't actually seen any on the road. Terrible name. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Renault flatulent. I've, I've got wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you drive at the moment? I have flatulent. Oh, really? Oh, you have wind. I'm sorry. What's that smell? I apologise. It's my wind. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if the product's good enough. We forget what it could mean, and we think what it does mean. Like the Wii, the Nintendo Wii. I mean, everyone made all the jokes. That's <laughs> yeah. That came out, and now people Wii. think of the Nintendo. A Wii. very good and intelligent yeah, point. True. Yes, you're, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So the that's product true. is basically not strong enough to transcend the underlying meaning of the word. Is that what you're saying? Yes. That's exactly in what I'm case. saying, but not in really? that voice. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. That's yeah. true, because do you remember also that awful time when Voxel tried to sell the pooey bumholes? Yeah, <laughs> didn't work, did it? <laughs> didn't work, yeah. even though yeah. it was a very good car. Yeah. Or do you remember the Rover slightly disappointing? <laughs> I think it's it was called the 45 in production. Oh, that's, oh, sorry, yes, yeah. go on. Well, I had a final thought, it's probably an irrelevant final thought, but while we're doing our gloom hour, yeah. as it's turning into, yeah. another quick. sad thing, I'm going to be very quick on this, but another sad thing that has happened in the last couple of weeks. Up at the Rover factory, old Rover factory, Longbridge, there's a building called the Flight Shed. It was built in the Second World War to build fighter aircraft, and it had a self-supporting steel-framed roof designed by Barnes Wallace of Bouncing Bomb. Geodesic. Yeah, beautiful uh, structure. Well, the Wellington Bomber. I, I've been yeah. in that building. Yeah. It's an incredible roof, and latterly it was the home of Rover's test and development department. Mm. But under the new Chinese owners, they weren't really using it, and as of last week, it's being knocked down. So oh. on my way through Birmingham last week... I drove by it to have a look and took some pictures. From the outside, to most people, it just looked like a sort of horrible old hangar. But actually, if you peered through the upper windows, you could see this beautiful lattice-structured roof. Mm. And it was quite an interesting building. And a lot of things happened there, if you're a bit of a British car wasn't, industry. A wasn't bit of history, a great bit of engineering. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's gone. I mean, as we speak by now, oh. probably almost all of it's gone. It's really yeah, sad. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. a listed building, though. No, it's one of those ones where no, I think someone like English not. Heritage went, oh, that's interesting, please don't do anything to it. But they hadn't, you know, they no enforceable an order on it. Well, order. so yeah, you, you, and it's you know, gone. Sure. I mean, the roof has already gone. The roof I could see. The roof was gone. Mm. That's it. So. You, well, that was you could have predicted that, but we did actually predict the Renault thing. Do you realise this? Did we? Yeah. A few episodes ago, and I'm sure there are some on-speed super fans out there who'll remember this. We were making some gags about Fiat not being able to sell any cars over a certain size. Yes. This is true. And we added to that. Oh yes, and of course Renault and anything bigger than the Clio in mm. there as well. Mm. Yeah. So that, we may have one final sentence. I promise it's very very quick. People are also cutting their car range to a point where you think it's almost untenable. Alfa Romeo. Do you know how many cars Alfa Romeo? To how many models Alfa now sell? Not just in the UK like Renault, but worldwide, worldwide model mm, ranges. Well, just give me a number. Have a guess. Five. No, Zog. Four. Two. What? I oh, know it's insane. Hey. They've kept this very quiet. The little one and the big one. Yeah. The Mito, which is an awful car, yeah. last I drove it, yeah. and the Giulietta, which I gather is quite good, but I haven't tried that. And that's it. 
No Brera, no Spider. They went two years ago. No GT. That went a while ago. One six six long gone. Sold to China. It's uh, now a car called the GAC Trumpchi. Was it? Body on it. Yeah, yeah. They sold the IP to China. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they're left with these two cars. The one that's the mystery. You think the one five nine? What's happened to that? Mm, yeah, it's supposed to have been replaced by now. Built in a different factory. They changed big their boss mind, of Fiat went. Oh, I don't yeah. like it. Don't like the look of it. Redo mm, it. Cool. Redo it all thinking of building it in America, can't make their damn mind up. Meanwhile, they've already got the new Fiat Panda going into what was the Alpha 159 factory. Nowhere for the 159 to be made. Not worth moving it like they did with the mm. Rover 75 and things like that. Dead. Gone. So, oh. left. Oh, they've got That's 200 or something in a compound somewhere in the UK. I thought that was a fairly sort of big part of their... It's uh, huge. It's their, insane. Their Absolutely That's, insane. That's, That's the executive without, saluting without model what? Yes. they were selling. And like BMW going, oh, we've messed up the 3 Series yeah, replacement. Yeah. There won't be a 3 Series what? for a couple of years. An Italian car company making an irrational decision? Yes. How could that be? <laughs> What? Celancius Ascaraislos in Britain? What a brilliant idea! Why are you laughing? Oi! Mrs. Head! Patrick's home! For Christmas! Bloody hell! There's holly all over the banisters! I'm gonna get rid of this! Ouch! My hand! Who designed holly? It's too pointy! Bloody hell! What's this coniferous tree doing in my house? I don't want this! I'm gonna throw it out! Ow! Now there's a novelty angel stuck in my eye! Bloody hell! What's this fruit-based pudding doing on the table? I'm gonna eat it! Oh, bloody hell! Now I've swallowed a sixpence! Bloody hell! <coughs> Why was it sodden in flaming brandy? Bloody hell! My entire head's on fire! Jingle bloody bells! Merry bloody Christmas! Stop! Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome the 2011 Gareth Jones on Speed Festive Quiz! Your quiz master, or quiz mistress in this case, television and now podcasting's Violet Berlin! Woo! Hey! Thank you! It's not my quiz, it's another quiz sent in by super listener Dave Stebbings. Do you know why he's a super listener? He listens harder than anyone else. He really, really listens <laughs> to all the words. Yeah, he heard that. Most listeners wouldn't have heard that. Hi, Dave. <laughs> Dave Stebbings, you may remember, uh, created a quiz for us, which we failed to answer any questions properly some time ago. And so he's written a better one. I don't know if there's any chance of us answering any of these. Yeah, he can actually hear you. I know. Yeah, he can <laughs> actually hear you, Richard. I think you should know. I can hear you. Is this the second quiz that he's It is. Yeah. So and he's almost slipping from super listener into ultra listener. Ultra listener. <laughs> and super quiz setter. <laughs> 
So, we like super listeners. So, uh, we know, the, we the, like the, quizzes, so the, thank you. The thing is, we've no idea what this quiz is about. The email was sent to us with a password, which only Violet Berlin was privy to, so you were the only person who could open this email. Right. Nobody has seen it, no, a, and it's important we make sure it's very clear. Richard. I know, I'm just <laughs> because um, I've decided last time the quiz was these three guys against each other and it was hard to keep score. So just for simplicity, this time I'm going to run this quiz. It is Gareth Jones on speed versus Dave Stebbings. Ah, so, I don't fancy our chances. <laughs> no, no. Given that he set the questions, <laughs> I don't fancy our chances. Will you stop whispering in my ear? Really, can I, get I tell you why, because it sounds really good through the headphones, but I'm sorry, it'll sound terrible through an iPod or whatever. This is an odd one out quiz. It will become a It's you, you're the odd one out, you're a girl. Right, okay, but no points for that. That would oh, be okay, one sorry. of the actual questions. No, Too easy um, to tell. It's like the Have I Got News For You sort of news quiz where they give you four things and they're all kind of connected, but one of them isn't really it's as connected, connected as the way. other or mm. isn't connected at all. Okay. Okay? So the first question... <laughs> they all did what in the Monaco Grand Prix? And the names are... Alan Prost, Nigel Mansell, Ayrton Senna and Taki Inui. They Ooh. all did what... In the Monaco Grand Well, uh, if Taki's in there, we should open with you. Badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all did. I'm going to go for crashed. <laughs> they all did their nutting because. Is it the Super Monaco Grand Prix they're talking about? Was it the Sega game, I wonder? That was the same um, game. Can I just point out that Zog is very close? I'm going to. Can I just did embellish? They all crash? Can I just embellish mm. Zog's answer? Because Ooh. I think I might be getting to this. They all crashed in. Practice. I think it might be to do with where they were in the race when they crashed. Maybe they all, uh, all but one of the yeah, three of them crashed out of the lead. Oh, is one that of, one one of them maybe crashed when he wasn't leading the race. But I'm guessing Taki Inui was the one who wasn't leading the race when he, he crashed. He was the one who crashed. Could in, that be? In could practice, that be the correct yeah. answer? Very, very good, Zog. They all crashed out of the lead of the Monaco Grand Prix, except for Taki Inui, who crashed out of qualifying in 1994, his only F1 season. <laughs> More bizarrely, <laughs> everyone's favourite comedy racing driver got crashed into by the by safety car uh, yes. while being towed back to the pit during practice. Yeah. And then, so, and, and it wasn't the only time that he was run into by either safety car or a course car of some yeah, kind. The Marshalling car in the, Hungary, the yeah, single best incident. The F1 funniest F one clip yeah. on YouTube ever. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the way that Taki Nui does a kind of double take. When he can't believe he's been hit yes. yeah, yeah, by yeah. the Marshall's car. Then decides and, to fall and over. then he goes and down in a kind over. of, oh, my leg kind of yeah. moment. But it's a real kind of, it's almost like Elvis during his comeback special. <laughs> he goes down really <laughs> slowly <laughs> with a bit of feeling, just, oh. oh. Well, <laughs> actually, Dave Stibbings has kindly sent us a load of links with this quiz to all the YouTube clips so we can To verify, on all these links should go on the page for this mm. episode mm. of Good Good Ideas on Speed. All right, so the current score. Okay. Dave Stibbings nil. Carol shows on speed one. Okay, so next, next question. question. Which car appeared in these films slash TV series? All oh, right, here we and go. Here we go. Here we go. If you remember correctly, the last time we did a oh, quiz. you made up some detective <laughs> called <laughs> Badger or something. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Patently fiction. <laughs> who, who drove a Sinclair C5? John, so. Let's see, which car appeared in these? Gone in 60 seconds. The, the Italian okay. job. 
Okay, mm. yeah. Goldfinger. Yeah. Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. Oh, right, it's a tricky one, that. Okay, well, in reverse in, order. Well, Herbie, obviously, a beetle. Is it the Series 2 beetle, would it have been, if we're going to be really finicky about it? I Before 1303, wasn't it? Care. Herbie. Do you? No. Oh, How can you hate a beetle? That's I think like hating your mother. No, I think it's because they're awful. We're going to have to get back on topic oh, because mother's this mother's could be a very long round right discussion. Now. In, 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 in their, in their day, day, possibly more than one. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> 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 I just went with the open goal on that one. I'm in sorry. their day, beetles were they were awful. No, they were awful. They were not awful. They awful. could float on water. No, they can't. Can I just separate this Christmas party brawl You've been talking to for Peter a moment? Again. So you get back to the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Herbie, a Volkswagen Beetle. Okay, previous to that was gone in sixty seconds. Dodge Charger, Mustang. I'm trying to remember. Trying to remember. Can I? I'm going to say I'm going to take one car. A, a sort of a swinging wrong-footed kick at this one. Okay. Aston Martin DB5. Is in all of them except gone in sixty seconds. Well, it's going to be something that like that because is so wrong. Is it? Oh. Is it just like that? <laughs> even in the ballpark of correctness. But okay, but the, the thing, okay, okay, I'm going to punish I mean, myself thing, by going out to buy a beetle. Hang on, Zog's well, onto something. No, no, yet. well, no, I'm not, we've probably got to look beyond the obvious car in Goldfinger. DB5, but there was also the solid gold Rolls-Royce that... There was. ..that Goldfinger had. Yeah. And there were other cars. What was the car that... The... Schmirsch. The girl who was covered in gold paint and died, and by the way, that won't oh. kill you, <laughs> Tiffany... Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but it's... It's a fact. But, Zog said it. The, it the car yeah. was... Mustang. It was a Mustang. Yes. Mustang. Yeah. Oh, hello. I need to so stop the, you. I need to stop you. The reason, let me just tell you, that the DB5 was so wrong, because that was the decoy car. That was the film that didn't have the car in it that was right, relevant. Right. So, basically, so it's a lesson, what it's, car links Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo, the Italian job, and but God But there was an Aston seconds. in the Italian job, because that's Michael Caine's car. Yeah. And when he retrieves the money from under the bonnet right. and the, I, I've yes. been in India shooting tigers, okay. you must have shot a lot of tigers. Yes, yes used a machine gun. I yes. might be misunderstanding this question. Has stabbing set you up? But CB5 is not the answer. Oh, you've done a bad thing, Dave. Don't do this again. Hang on, Jonathan Sanderson has Could Mustang be the answer? There is another fast escape car in the Italian job. E type. Thank you. Two E types. Yeah. yeah. Is it E type? Well, you can see the answer. Hold on. Gone in 60 seconds. Herbie, Italian job, and... Oh, what does Herbie fall in love What's with What's the fourth? I, I mean, I, I can't remember. Goldfinger. Herbie, Goldfinger, Italian job, Gone in 60 Seconds. OK, bet, they were I all bet, made I, in the 1960s. I bet there's a Mustang in, Go in Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping you all but, Go on, then, Frank. The answer, which I don't remember, is a Lamborghini. Uh, a Lamborghini which Mura. Which got rolled uh, off. Uh, 400. Uh, uh, appeared in, in everything except Goldfinger, really? which was, of course, uh, a DB5. Uh, hmm. Which I'd seen these films, apart and, from Goldfinger. And when you watch the Lamborghini... Italian job. You've seen the Italian job. Not for about 30 years now. Really? Well, yeah. when you watch it again, watch when they tip the Lamborghini over the side of the mountain because you can see as it rolls down the mountain there's no engine in it. 
What's special about the lineup of these models? And this is another odd one out. Aston Martin DB5, Range Rover, Jaguar XJS and Peugeot 504. Aston Martin DB5, Range Rover, Jaguar XJS and Peugeot 504. Is it something to do with convertible versions? One of those is an odd one out. Special about the lineup of these models. Three of them had a certain type of car in their lineup. One of them didn't. Well, well, there was a convertible 504, built, yeah. made by Pininfarina. Yeah, it? Beautiful car. There was a convertible XJS, which was not made by Pininfarina, but not. made by Jaguar themselves. Crayford were involved with they now? No, the, the Cabriolet we're thinking of, aren't we? Well, there was yes, there was a yeah. Cabriolet and then a convertible. Yeah. But yes, there was definitely a convertible. Yeah. And what were the other two? Range Rover. There was a convertible Rover? Range Rover made for sort of, like, for the Pope or someone. <laughs> Just thinking of people. What's the other one? DB5. DB5. They were convertible DB5. So... But, mm, None of them so are available as estates. Something with engine uh, options. Mm, ooh, five doors. Five doors. Uh, ooh, what a... Ooh, right. There was Now, a, I don't think this is the answer, but they were all made with four-wheel drive but not for production, except for the Range Rover, which was. Gareth, you asked for a question aimed at you. Yes. Oh, shooting Shoot brakes. The <laughs> <laughs> they were all made available as shooting ah, brakes. Yes. <laughs> the Lynx event are being won. The DB5, there was a yeah. version... There was a one-off, one at least. Yeah, uh, yeah. guy who yeah. parked Mullin one Award, one? perhaps? No, I think by, like, Touring or someone like that. Touring? Yes, Montalpain. Really? I don't know, uh, I'm guessing. Th- and... I keep, can't even remember more but, than two cars. But... The Range Rover is an estate. Well, no, but it's also it was technically a two-door because it was originally a two-door estate. So yeah, it was a shooting brake from the world show. Oh, yeah, um, okay, yeah, And the Peugeot Five Hundred Four was never a two-door estate; it was only a four-door estate. So that's the one. Mm-hmm. The answer on the card is as follows: All were offered in a shooting brake variant, except for the Range Rover. Which, of course, always was a shooting break. Final score. Gareth Jones on Speed Team. One. Dave Stebbings. One. It's a draw. Oh, we're going to call that a dead heat. Come on, Stebbings, try harder. (laughs) (laughs) And if you think you can try harder than Dave Stebbings, send your complicated... No, you can't try harder than Dave Stebbings. No, you can't, no. Because he's an ultra fan. (laughs) Ultra fan. Uh, Dave Stebbings, we applaud you. Thank you very much. Good question. As we applaud all our listeners, thank you guys for your support throughout season seven. Hopefully there will be a season eight if we survive the Christmas between us in the weather and all that. And the gloom fest. My thanks to Violet Berlin for running Dave's quiz. Thank you, Pete. Hey. Thank you, Zog, for being the intellectual one on this programme. Oh, thank you. Richard, thank you for being the ridiculous one on this programme. Weasel cheese. So where does that leave me? And Jonathan for taking some pictures. I'm being a good stand-in at the British Grand Prix. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, thank you. And uh, in the words of Noddy Holder, Merry Christmas, everybody.
To send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site or follow us on Twitter, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Gareth Jones on Speed! Now let's go off and cover ourselves in gold paint. It won't kill us. True fact. <laughs> <laughs> the cash outline won't kill me.